I'm in the trenches with my rifle, do rag for the title. Dear tag in the clouds, make you question the Bible. This deadly podcast will make you threaten your rivals. Drew Montana and I am Ali, straight finessing your idols. Hey! Yes, sir. Hey! I'm in the I don't think there's a countdown. I think we are live. It is Durag and Deer Tag episode 84. To my left on the internet, we have my co-host Naeem, him, the comedian Ali. Give it up for him. Um, and under me, man, it's a very special guest returning to the show. Three weeks out from beating somebody's ass, my man Justin, the guitar hero, Janes. What's up, guys? How you doing today? Let's go, man. We're excited Yo, to have you back good, on. Justin? Yeah, man, everything's good right now. Everything's coming into place. Three weeks out. Couldn't ask for a better camp. Feeling great. Ready to go. Ready to get this W here in a couple weeks. Let's go, man. Yeah, bro, you look, you, you look great. You look dangerous, man. You look yeah, real it's, dangerous. It, it, <laughs> it's, the fuck, it's the beard, man. It's the lion's mane, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. Justin, ask Naeem. I looked like you about two days ago, and I just shaved oh. it off, man. We were fucking twins. Yo, this literally been, two days ago. This was, could have been the best podcast ever. Damn, man. You fucked up, dude. You went from looking like a man to looking like a kid, bro. What the I fuck? I know. My, my girl saw it yesterday. She's like, I don't even like you anymore. I'm like, shit. Ah, shit. <laughs> I got to fix it, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so what you you working working some miles off right now? You on the treadmill? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, just uh, you know, uh, I just got done doing my cardio session about eleven thirty. Had to do a little coaching. Had to coach a class here at Extreme. Uh, I'm gonna get my. I'm gonna walk while uh, while I'm talking to you guys. And once I'm done, I'm hitting the miles. Got to get about an hour, maybe two hours in on the treadmill. Call it a day, baby. I'm gonna be in shape for Carl D. No doubt. Hell yeah. What's the uh, What's Hell. the weight looking like right now? I'm like one seventy five right now. I'm which okay. uh, which is shooting range for me. Like. Well, I like to be with, uh, around 170 week of, so I'm just fucking eating, man. I, you know, I'm eating good, getting my protein in good, and uh, like I said, just trying to be strong for this. Hell yeah, hell yeah! I can tell you, energy's up too. That's the that's, oh, the, that's dude, the great I, thing. I, I'm, I running off, I'm running off like a thousand milligrams of caffeine this morning. I'm fucking oh, ready to go, yeah. boys. I'm ready to fucking run through walls today. <laughs> Let's do it, yeah, bro. Um. Where'd I, I had some shit for you, man. Um, oh, yeah, last time we talked to you, I'm sure you've talked about this a million times by now, but it was uh, you were telling us you were betting it all against Rosa. Um, yeah. The fight, which I think you could have won, man. I, I actually just sure. rewatched it before yeah. we did this show. You were fucking yeah. him up a lot of those situations. You know, it's a, unfortunately, you know, it's just, it's, I, it was, uh, you know, I made, I made a couple, you know, mistakes. I made a mistake in the second round settling. Um, it, uh, you know, it's people say, and I can say it was a mistake in the third round, taking him down now to my defense. Uh, I didn't know he was rocked. Obviously after rewatching it, um, I can, it's easy to see from an outsider looking in, but with fatigue right. set in yeah. with my mind, you know, going to that kill, I didn't realize that he was hurt. And I was like, uh, fuck it. I can take this motherfucker down and sub him in the last couple minutes. And, uh, uh, oops, sorry, hold on a sec. Sorry. Uh, I, I could, yeah, my mom called and I declined it. Uh, but, uh, you know, I thought I was going to be able to take him down and sub him. You know, I've been working with Jake Shields, Dennis Davis. Um, unfortunately, you know, Charles is a resilient black belt. He's fighting in the UFC today. He might have already fought already. Uh, he's a super tough guy. He's super durable. I mean, I hit him with big shots. And that's the one thing, you know, I want to criticize judging about it. It was a close fight. Don't get me wrong. But at nowhere in the 15 minutes we fought was I in any danger. You know, 
He had no submission attempts. Yeah, he didn't hit me with any big shots. And, you know, I felt I landed big shots. I know I had him hurt a couple times. Uh, you know, I wish the, the judges would have took that into consideration when judging the fight, obviously, because I bet $20,000 on myself and lost. But, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. man. There's a couple things I could have done a little different. I wish I would have done a little different. I had a lot more money in my pocket had I done them. But at the end of the day, it's a, it's the fight game. And, you know, we live, we learn. And, uh, you know, I can't cry over spilled milk, man. It's, I, can, I can sit here and complain all I want. But at the end of the day, my money's still gone and still lost on the record. So I'm just going to get better from it and move forward. Hell yeah. Yep. That's all you can do, man. Do you, yeah. you think you being friendly with Rosa before the fight affected it at all? No, 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 not at all. No? no. Okay. I have, so I have zero. I have 70. This is this my next fight will be my 75th MMA fight. I mean, 99.9% of the time, I have no problem with my opponent. I, you know, I want to fucking hurt him. But yes. at the end of the day, it's my job. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 never personal. This Deaton matchup is a little bit different. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, I'll talk shit to my opponents, but it's I'm just trying to sell tickets, sell the fight. Uh, right. Me and Rosa, again, been in the UFC for like 10 years. You know, he's, he's fought, you know, 10 or 50, 10, 12 times in the UFC. He's beat some really tough dudes, lost to some tough dudes. It was an honor to be in the cage with him. But at the end of the day, again, it's just my job, man. It's I'll, I'll fucking shake anybody's hand before my fight. Give him a hug. I don't care, uh, except Carl Deaton. I, I, I don't have the same respect for him. Right. Well, that's what I was getting at, man, because I saw you got some malice going into this one. So what, uh, what makes this different? Well, what makes this different is, you know, Carl and I are both from Michigan, and I like to support and help anybody that's trying to, you know, build in their career because I've already been there. I've done it. I've done it all. I fought for every big organization. I fought for World Series of Fighting slash PFL. I fought for Bellator. I fought for the UFC. I have wins in all of them. You know, and I see guys like Carl coming up that just need that break, you know. And last year, Carl hit me up, shot me a text. He's like, hey, man, I want to come train with you, this and that. And I was like, all right, bet, come on through. He comes to Vegas. He starts working with my coaches. He starts working with my teammates. He starts working with me in particular. And then he does some fucking crazy shit at the gym, which, you know, I don't like to get into people's business. You can ask him why he got kicked out of the fucking gym. But yeah. long story short, he did some crazy shit at the gym, like fucking outlaw shit. We kick him out of the gym. A week later, he's calling every Michigan promotion. I had three promoters, two or three promoters hit me up in the same day asking to fight Carl Deaton. And I'm like, what the fuck? Wait a second. And the first guy was like, no, nah, nah. I was like, that's my boy. Like, we've been training together. I helped him train for his last fight. He helped me train for my last fight. Carl asked me to help him throughout his camp. I did when I could. But again, I was getting ready for my fight, too. So, and then, yeah, so when he got kicked out of the gym, you know, he must have felt that he could beat me somewhere. Next thing I know, Maria Sinclair from Michigan, she's hitting me up. She's like, hey, you want to fight Carl Dean? I'm like, no, that's my boy. Pete from Causeway Bay TWC hits me up. Hey, you want to fight Carl Dean? I'm like, no, that's my boy. And then fucking Mike, uh, Mike Pidelli from WXC hits me up. Hey, you want to fight Carl Dean? I'm like, what the fuck are three people hitting me up in the same day? <laughs> like I said, Carl went out there after he got kicked out of the gym, hit up all the Michigan promoters to fight me, which that's some Bush League shit. Tell me he's going to end my career. Fuck that motherfucker. That motherfucker came to my house and uh, we had dinner, fucking smoke pot together. Like, I invite you to my house. That's, that's personal to me. And I, and, and I told and, and I confided in him, you know, being from Michigan, like, hey, look, I went through these hardships to get where I'm at. He confided in me some shit and then challenged me to a fight. Tell him he's going to end my career. Fuck that motherfucker. Yeah, you, don't do snake. Like that. you don't do the shit like that. You don't do shit like that. You don't do no, no, why, why? You contact me for help. 
And then you're going to tell me you're going to end my career? Fuck you, motherfucker. You're trying to take money or you're trying to take food off my kid's plate? Nah, this is personal, dude. I, I hope that I injure him enough to where he can never fight again. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. And at the, like time, at the same time, he's trying, to, he's trying to build the name off of yours. He's using you for promotion. Like, fuck Exactly. That. Dude, we had we had the same coach, the same head coach. Not like, oh, we trained with the same guys. We had the same motherfucking head coach. I'm looking at right. Dennis Davis across the across the mat right now. That's my coach. That's who cornered Carl and coached him for his last PFL fight. That actually, in Carl's defense, I thought he won his last PFL fight. I didn't like the decision, but regardless to that, you want to challenge me, motherfucker? Nah, I fucking that shit. I get salty, man. I'm super petty. I'm super petty. If I do somebody a solid and they try to fuck me back, I'm super petty. And uh, listen, it's warranted. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, it's warranted. Listen, if somebody, if you look out for somebody and then they fucking stab you in the back like that, that's some disloyal shit. You can be as petty as you want. Yep, I agree. I I agree 100, dude. And like I said, I want, I want to see all my friends. I want to see all my teammates do well. But fuck this motherfucker. I hope after this fight, he never fights again. He's a fucking snake in the grass. You know, some snakes slither through the grass. This motherfucker will come to your house and fucking slither in. He's a fucking piece of shit person. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, me and Troy Lampson had beef, you know, five, six years ago, but it wasn't personal. It was, he was the best. I was the best. He thought he was the best. I thought I was the best. We talked shit back and forth. If Troy walked in the gym right now, I'd give him a hug. You know, I ended up beating him in a five round decision, but it wasn't personal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was just mm-hmm. business. This is fucking personal. Yeah. He's trying to, he's trying to end my career, take food off my kid's plate. And that's not going to fly around here. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I like Hell that, yeah. man. I th- yeah, I think that's going to help you out in the fight, too. Fucking a little bit of extra motivation for sure. Well, I'm excited yeah, no, that's, about that, it. That's definitely going to help. That's, that's 100%. You know how much sting that's going to put behind every punch and yeah. kick? That's definitely going to help. Hell yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. And, you know, I'm going to have my son in my corner. So, you know, Car- and, and that's not taken away from Carl as a fighter. Carl's a tough motherfucker, dude. 15 and 5. He's fought some tough guys, fought in some big shows, fought in the PFL last year. Like, I'm not taking away from his skill set. Oh, this guy fucking sucks. He doesn't suck. He's a great fighter. He's very strong. He's very athletic, very powerful. He's gritty. He's, he has chin for days. I've seen him get fucking blasted and just walks right. He's like a fucking Neanderthal. Like, you can hit him with a baseball bat on the head. He's going to walk through it. But guess what? <laughs> it don't matter. I don't give a fuck. I'm going I'm to keep, keep cracking this motherfucker until he can't stand or until the referee stops. Man, I'm, I'm so motivated and so so determined and, and just so emotional about this. Like I'm not going to let my emotions get the best of me, but mm-hmm. this, this is a big deal to me. And I'm essentially fighting for free. And that's the worst part going from fighting for 20,000, 25,000 for essentially for free. What are you going to do? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you got, you know, but you, you sharpening your sword. So that's, yeah. that's the yep. pay. That's the pay right there. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the goal is we're going to see you back in the UFC, hopefully soon. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm hoping after I'm going to knock out a couple guys real here quick. You know, I'm, uh, I've really adjusted my training. I'm adjusting my game plan. I'm working with Mad Burnells right now. You know, he's ranked number two in Bellator. Close mm-hmm. friend. I'm looking at him right now. I've been working on some stuff that he's really good at, and I've been helping him out with his camp. He's been helping me out with my camp. And I'm really thinking that this could be the difference maker of, you know, of how this fight goes. Because, you know, Carl wants this phone booth style fight, but he doesn't know how to fight inside a phone booth. I do. So when, he, when we step on the line and we start slinging punches, we're going to find out who's faster, who's stronger, who wants it more right away. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. What's the um? How's the extreme Couture team looking over there? Oh man, we are fucking stacked right now. I mean, I mean, it's we just got Jim of the Year, Eric Nixick, Coach of the Year, uh, through MMA Junkie. I mean, well yeah, like I said, through MMA Junkie. Well, yeah, man, we we got champion after champion. We have 
like I said, Dennis Davis, head coach, Eric Nixick, coach, fucking Nate Pettit, yeah, uh, uh, fucking Ray Seppo, uh, Ed Morocco. Mm-hmm. Like, I can just go down the list of phenomenal world class coaches we have at Extreme Couture, not even to mention the fighters. You know, Dan yeah. Ige, if you, you might have heard of a guy named Francis Naganu, UFC champion, arguably could be one of the most dominant yeah. champions of all time. I, our lockers are next to each other, man. I got Mad Burnells here. I'm looking at him right now. Second rank, second at featherweight in uh, Bellator. You know, we got Juan Camilo, who unfortunately just broke his arm in training the other day. But UFC, Gustavo Lopez, UFC, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Caraway's in and out, you know, which is a plethora of knowledge. Jake Shields, I just added to my roster, uh, my coaching staff last year. Roman Isbell, fucking going above and beyond for me everywhere we go. This gym is just the mecca of a fight gym for Las Vegas. There's it, any, anybody that has a name is in this gym. The more, the more fights I watch, the more uh, fighters I find out are in extreme couture. And it always surprises me. I'm like, God damn, they got fucking everybody, man. Yeah, it's yeah, no always doubt. the I mean, winners. It's, all, it's always the winners. Whoever yeah. wins. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, damn, you from extreme couture too? My girl Cheyenne Velismas fights out at uh, Extreme Couture. I just learned that her last fight, she was beating somebody ass, and then they shouted y'all mm-hmm. out. I was like, "Damn, it makes sense." Yeah, Cheyenne, Cheyenne, she has some personal issues going right now with her with her soon to be ex husband. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen her in a while. She started here as an amateur. She moved to Africa for a while, got married, moved back, and now there's some personal issues going on with that, which it's not my position to talk about. But right. yeah, she's she's an she's an incredible fighter. We have Casey O'Neill. Uh, you may have heard her. We have uh, B. Nugent, Casey O'Neill, uh, B. Nugent fights in one, you know, 105 or fucking stud. Just turned on the mat. Um, uh, Taylor Gardado, she just fought Kayla Harrison in the PFL for the PFL championship. She was here this morning. She might still be here right now. Like, just, I mm. mean, we have uh, Misha Tate. I just rolled with Misha Tate on uh, Friday. Yeah. Like, Johnny Nunez, her boyfriend. Like, we just, I mean, you, if anybody has any weight or clout in UFC, they're at Extreme Couture right now. Right. That's awesome, man. Um, who's the, so who's the main guys you spar with in there? And I wanted to ask you like your views on sparring leading up to a fight. Uh, well, you know, right now uh, I'm really working with Matt Brunel a lot mm-hmm. because him and Carl, he's, you know, Carl's the, you know, the Walmart version of Mads. Like Mads is just his style, just better in every single way. So I get used to sparring this badass motherfucker. Carl's going to be a cakewalk. Right. Uh, Nick Perez, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of the, uh, he's, he's O and O as a pro. But he's a, he's a cop in Vegas. I've been sparring with him a lot because, you know, he just, he's a gritty motherfucker. Uh, mm-hmm. Roman Isbell, you know, former pro fighter. Unfortunately, he lost uh, – he got poked in the eye, lost vision in the eye. So he's coaching now, but I'm sparring with him. Dennis Davis. Uh, I mean, when you step on the mat to spar, there's 30 guys here you have the choice of. Right. So it's, I can't say that I'm training with one or two in particular, but all of them as much as I can. Right. What's your, right. What's your views on sparring in camp? Do you spar hard? Do you – take the Max Holloway approach. I think you I spar, spar you're a gangster. <laughs> yeah, I used, I mean, as I get older, you know, I started, I had my first MMA fight when I was 17 years old. So that's almost half my life ago. You know, my head, I'm kind of getting over sparring hard. You know, I'm 32 years old now. I've had set, be my 75th MMA fight. Like I'm kind of over sparring hard, maybe once every other week leading up mm-hmm. to a fight. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get in there and mix it up, make sure I have headgear on, make sure we're putting on 12 ounce gloves, you know, in case I get cracked. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but as, as for, dude, I'm, I'm a fighter, man. It's, I've already been through the wars. I don't fight for free anymore, you know? So I don't like mm-hmm. to get in gym wars. I think someone wants to put it on me and there are, you get those guys that come in here like, Oh, he's, he was in the UFC. Like I want to try and put it on him. Fuck you motherfucker. Like I'm, I'm good. I'll go yeah. with somebody I trust like Mads. Mads puts it on me, whoops my ass up and down the mat, but he never, he's not hurting me. He's not physically hurting me. He's mentally yeah. breaking me, 
he's not physically hurting me, and that's what I need uh, to get to the next level, to get to get better. Hell yeah! Yeah, at this, like you said, at this point, at this point in your career, it's just about um, like I, like you said, I think it's you're beyond seeing how tough you are. You know, you got that. Yeah. that's there. Yes, You've been sir. doing it this long. No, you don't got shit to prove to yourself. But I do have a question. Um, also in line uh, with sparring. So, do you? So I hear. I heard you say that you said you spar with everybody. Um, I know a lot of guys like to spar with heavier weights so that, you know, when they fight at their own weight, the punches or the kicks aren't, you know, it's not as devastating because you've been going with heavyweights or light heavyweights, whatever the case may be. Um, do you do you prefer that or do you prefer to just spar people at your own weight? He spars Francis uh, Ngannou every day. <laughs> yeah, me and Francis, <laughs> we're fucking in here banging with yeah. all on clothes on. No, it's, it's, there's a catch-as-catch can to both sides of that. You know, the bigger guys, although they're going to be heavier, they're going to be harder to take down and harder to hold down, they're a little bit slower. So it's good. I think it's True. good to mix it up. You know, especially if uh, in the later rounds, like early on, I like to go with like a 70 or an 85 or, or a big 55 like me because I'm a 45-pounder. But like Montel Williams, for instance, you know, he's a, he's a good-sized guy, hard mm -hmm. to take down. I go with him, say, first round, second round, third round. By that time, I'm pretty fatigued. I want, to, I want a guy that, you know, I can control a little bit more, but is going to be a little bit quicker. So maybe – another 45 or something like that. I mean, there's, there's, there's benefits to sparring with both. Again, mm. avoiding that big power shots from the bigger guys. But then in the same sense, I go with Cody Stamen. I was speaking to another guy from Michigan, fucking stud, top 15 in the UFC. Another beast. Uh, friend, another mm. beast that, you know, me and Cody used to train together as an amateur back in Michigan. He'd come down to Olivet College. Long story short, he moved to Vegas. He's training here with me now. Um, uh, you know, going with him, like, that's a touch sparring match. And we play tag, stick him with a right. jab, stick him with a jab cross, you know. And I'll get hit 25 times by that motherfucker compared to one big shot by a 70-pounder and 85-er. You know what I mean? It's just a speed yeah. difference. Dude, I not to, like, take your time with my fucking combat stories, but I started no kickboxing uh, three months ago, and we spar pretty hard in there. Dude, I got sure. kicked by a heavyweight today for the first time. He hit me with a question <laughs> mark kick. He's, this guy, is, it's a, he's got a fight coming up in one. I forget it. Okay. Cam something. But I was like, dude, what are we doing? Like, I don't, I don't mind sparring with, like, the dudes that are around my side. I'm, like, 170, 180. Um, sure. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck are we, like, this doesn't even count anymore. <laughs> also, he's a professional fighter, so he was doing, like, Matrix shit beforehand, just, like, playing around. And then at the end of the round, he question mark kicked me in the head. I'm like, all right, we're, we're done here. We're done here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, it's funny that you say that because the question mark kick is such a dangerous kick. I just got hit by one on Tuesday by uh, Max Raxkoff. Again, another world-class yep. fighter fought in the UFC once on short notice. Fortunately, you know, it's, he had gas tank issues. But, dude, this guy's striking coming along. He's probably the best grappler in the gym. Where's he and, fighting uh, at now, man? I've been interested to see him again. He, uh, he's looking at right now, he's looking to get into the PFL tournament okay. uh, next year. So I, I think if Max gets in the tournament and he's in shape, uh, no one's going to be able to hold a candle to him. He gets on your back, the fight's over. It's, yeah. it's fucking incredible how good, he's, how good he is. Yeah, I didn't like that, how they got rid of him in the UFC so quick because, well, I mean, what was the issue? He was hurt and then – No, he, he just – I mean, yeah, I mean, he just gassed out, man. You know, he took a fight on short notice. Right. Uh, you know, he kind, of he kind of expended all his energy in the first round. He survived through the second round, and he just couldn't answer the bell in the third round. I mean, it happens. The guy's as tough as nails. He's one of the best in the gym, if not the best grappler in the gym. So I don't think that fight was a good – a good place to, to, to see him, you know, because yeah. a lot of people, that's the first time they saw him. So it kind of put a bad taste in their mouth. Let me tell you this, this guy's an incredible wrestler. He is right. an incredible grappler. His striking is 
becoming so dynamic and long and he's becoming so unpredictable. He's starting to mix his, his striking in with his grappling. This guy's going to win the PFL championship next year. I hope he oh, does, man. Yeah, I want to see him. I, I, really think, I, really, I really think he does. Like I said, I've trained with some of the best guys in the world. And uh, like I said, Max, Max is world class. Um, he's a great, you know, you know, honestly, you know, and this is a little personal, like, I'm not saying I'm glad he lost, but he changed, man. When Max first came to the gym, he was very arrogant, very cocky. Him and I didn't really get along, but ahead is a lot. But, you know, since that, he's, his, his whole demeanor's changed. He's become an incredible training partner. He's somebody that I can go to for advice in, 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 in striking, in grappling, in wrestling. He's somebody that I, I, I'm really happy uh, to call teammate and call friend. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's great. And speaking speaking of, of cockiness, right, uh, when I used to, like, box amateurs, the, let's say, two or three days before the fight or maybe, a, let's say, at the most a week out, I would find somebody that I knew I could, like, dominate, right? I knew I could yeah. beat just to, like, sure. give me confidence going into a fight. Have you ever done that? Have you ever sparred somebody knowing, like, all right, I got this guy? Absolutely. I mean, you got to think. No, you're, you're exactly right. And that's 100%. And it's very important. Here's the thing. I can come in here and go with Mads Burnell five rounds a day, and I'm going to get my ass whipped. Well, here's the thing. Then you get used to getting your ass whooped. You know what yep, I mean? Exactly. You're not whooped. If you start getting used to getting your ass whooped, and then you start losing in a fight, and you're like, well, fuck, this is normal. I'm used to this. You're just yep. going to concede. You need to have those rounds where you get your ass whooped. Then you can come back and win the next round dominantly yep. and finish. I mean, all it's MMA and wrestling and fighting is so funny like that. Like, there's so much mental stuff you need to focus on. You can't get your ass whipped every round. But then in the same sense, you can't win every round either. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's it's a it's a it's a very fine line, and you have to play both sides of it. Because if you're on too much of one side, you're going to get too comfortable of getting your ass whipped, or you're going to get too comfortable of winning and can't battle with adversity. So uh, it's a it's a fine line. It's taken me 15 years to figure yeah. it out, but slowly but surely, I'm figuring it out. Well, I was just going to say that. Like yeah, you it's, said, it's you so said earlier, you're 75 fights in, and somebody on their yeah. third fight doesn't think like that. You know what I mean? Oh, they absolutely. lose around and it, it fucking breaks mm-hmm. them. So. Dude, like I said, it's I've I've been in gyms where, or I've I've been in situations to where my whole fight camp, that I'm whipping everybody's ass. Like I cho- I pick and choose. Like I just want to boost my confidence. I want to feel good. And then I get in a fight, and I and I see the other side of that losing a little bit, and it's like fuck, what's happening? Like oh, I don't know what's happening right now. Like how am I losing? Like I've been doing so well. How am I losing? With that being said, I got to be able to find those spots, which which is totally possible against Carl. Man, he's coming out ready to rip my head off. And mm. you know what? For whatever reason, he's super emotional as I am. He doesn't really have a reason to be, but you know, I mean, there's, there's going to be some times in this fight to where I'm, I might be down. I might be losing. I might get cracked with a big left mm-hmm. hook because that's his best shot, you know? And I got to find, I got to find my guts and fucking answer the bell and fucking put it on this motherfucker. No matter how hard he hits me, no matter what kind of pace he tries to put on me, I need to give it right back to him and give him a little bit more and break this motherfucker. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's that, uh, what's that? It's that, uh, we've been here before voice. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yes. You get caught with something, you feel like you're about to go out. You're like, nah, nah, we've been here. We've been here before. It's, it's, it's funny because I fought uh, – he fought on Dana White Contender Series twice and then Jacob Rosales from California. Super tough dude. Super fucking good dude, man. I, I, I hope he gets a break here because this guy's a fucking stud. And I went to California, fought him on short notice, and the first round he just puts it on me. Like, bang, bang, cracks me with an, with an overhand, sits me down. I get back up. I pull guard to recover. It was this mess. And that was one of those times where I was taking it easy in my camps, like trying to win. So I go back to my corner. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I felt so good during training camp. Why am I so tired? And Dennis, you know, pulls me out of that hole and says, listen, 
whatever game plan you think you have, throw that shit out the window and hit this motherfucker in the face. And I was Hell like, yeah. oh shit, oh shit, I know how to do that. Next thing I know, <laughs> bink, drop him down. He goes to recover and I put him to sleep. You know what I'm saying? It's just, right. you got to find yourself in those holes and be able to dig out of them because some people try to dig and the harder they try to get out of these holes, the, hard, the deeper they go. And you mm. got you got to fucking get your ladder and get rid of that shovel. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, I like that. Get the ladder, get rid of the shovel. God damn, I'm yeah, you know, so you know, like we, you know, we do, uh, like you know, we we do comedy, and it's yeah. something I, I hate people compare fighting and comedy. I hate that shit, but there are similarities. I actually, it's not 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 to not to cut you off yeah. because I train with a couple comedians, and I tell you what, although it's different physically, but bro, like it is so similar. Like I know you. I love, I like, same thing with yes. the music business. Chris Kale, uh, he, he, uh, he's a guitar player for Five Finger Death Punch. He trains here. I see him every, almost every single day. We compare yeah. how music, the music industry and fighting is the same. Poker in the thing, comedy in the thing. Dude, the, yeah. they have the lowest lows and the highest highs. I mean, yeah, you get no, on yeah. stage Mental and part. you start busting off jokes and no one's laughing. Like, fuck, how do I dig out of this hole? Yeah. No, but on the same, you know, it's, I mean, that's how I compare it. Anyway, sorry to cut you off. but Well, no, he's right because, no, like, not- yeah, I bombed hard on Thursday, but I've been doing it long enough where I'm like, well, we'll get them tonight. So it is what Absolutely. it is. Absolutely, and you just fucking dig uh-huh. out of that hole and you come yeah. back with something else. That's the same thing like MMA. You lose a fight, you got to fucking come out, dig out of that hole. Don't go back to the same thing you did last time that bombed. You got to come right. up with some new material, I guess. That's what right. I look at anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you're 100% right. Or at least fix the, the part of the material. You know what I mean? It's always something sure. like the one-two could not but- work, but it's a reason it didn't work. Throw it cleaner. Sure. Right. Yeah, and like you said, the, the mental aspect of it is like it's one of those things where it might not be that your one two isn't working. It might be your energy level. You might you might be throwing that bitch slow as hell. You see right. what I'm saying? And it's the same thing with comedy. It's yep. like yeah, the, the joke might work in one room, but it might not work in this other room because maybe sure. your confidence down. Maybe you yep. you know you were staring at the floor. Who fucking knows? Like sure. Hell yeah! Delivery, yeah, delivery, 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 delivery. Um, I only had a few more questions for. I don't want to keep you too long. I know you're working out. No, you're, and good, shit. you're good. You're um, good. It's all good, bro. Who's your Who's your dream fight at lightweight, like all time and right now? That's uh, still fighting. Clay Guida, 100. Not it's not even a thought in my head. I think you told us that last <laughs> time, actually. Fuck I'll, yeah. I'll say it every time, even after he retires. It's funny because, dude, this guy. It's the thing I, I respect and love about Clay. Before I was, you know, when I was an amateur, I went to watch Randy Couture fight. I went up to Toronto and Clay was there. <clears throat> you know what? I'm not, I'm going to, it might, be, it might've been another fight, but long story short, Clay was there and I, I got to meet him for the first time. This is like 2009, 2010. And I was shell shocked. Like, wow, this guy's a bad motherfucker. And he's one of the baddest. I love his, the way he puts his hair in his face and he just fucking scraps Diego Sanchez. Like <laughs> when they had that fight, like he lost, but holy fuck. Like that's, that's who I wanted to be. That's like, I want to be Clay Guida. Right. And now 2020, I get called, you know, to the UFC. And now not only am I in the UFC, me and Clay are fighting on the same card. And, you know, oh, the first shit. time we did, I had, I knocked out Frank Camacho and we're in the elevator. And the thing is, Clay remembers me from back in 2009. That's dope. And he's like, Oh yeah, fuck. So we'll get some pictures together. After I won, he congratulated me. I can't remember if he won or lost, but then when I fought Devonte Smith, again, Clay and I fight on the same card. He wins. I lose him and I end up having our after parties together. And I always tell him, like, hey, Clay, like, it's nothing but respect. You are the fucking man. And, I, you know, honestly, just to be in the cage with him, looking across at this fucking rugged caveman, carpenter. Yeah. Oh, that, I mean, that would just be a dream come true. I could, I could end my career on that, no win or lose. 
Yeah. Dude, when he won his last fight, I think it was a few months ago, man. That just, that got me hype. Like, just sitting on the Dude, couch. He was a huge underdog. He was a huge underdog. Yeah, and he yeah. subbed him. And he subbed a black belt. He subbed a high-level grappler. Yeah. Which- that We're was talking, nuts. I mean, dude, this guy's the fucking man, dude. He's been the man as long as I can remember. I can't imagine him retiring. I can't imagine him not fighting. I, my goal is to get back to the UFC this year and fight Clay Guida by the end of the year. I, I win two, three fights. If Clay ends up stumbling, you know, falling short on one of these, there's a chance that I get thrown in there. You know, if he has an upcoming fight and there's an injury, bet your ass Justin James is jumping in. Hell yeah. Hell I know yeah. you like those short notice fights too. Oh, well, it's not, not like that. I like them or not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to say I like them, but I'm not afraid of them. You know, right. I'm not afraid of opportunity. You know, and people always say, opportunity knocks, don't open the door, fucking kick that motherfucker down and see what's on the other side. And, you know, unfortunately, my last times I've kicked it in, nothing good was on the other side. But you know what? The first time there was. So, you know, I'm not going to keep – I just keep kicking indoors, man. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw you're coaching a lot, too. How's that been going? Have you always been oh. coaching? Yeah, dude, I did my I, – uh, first time I came out to Vegas was 2009 – um, and I did my college internship here as a wrestling coach under Brian Keck. You know, unfortunately, Brian passed away a couple years ago. Um, mm-hmm. Not that he was in the gym anymore. He ended up going to another gym doing his own thing. Uh, but, yeah, I've been coaching here since 2009. Okay. Nice, man. Do, do you think um, coaching is making you a better fighter um, as far as technique and, like, you know, just like the mental aspect? Because I've, I've heard that before. I heard that coaching and training other fighters it's makes you a better fighter. It, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I think absolutely, because there's so many times where I'm showing a technique, like in grappling. Just for instance, on Thursday, I taught grappling, like adult grappling. And I'm going over a technique that I do every single time I roll. But if you ask me, like, what makes that technique so good, I, my, my thought would be, I, I don't know, I just do it. That's what makes it good. But when you nice. teach it, you have to break down the specific individual things that you have to do to make this move successful. So it reiterates to you what you're doing. With that being said as well, you got to know the defense to it all. You know, if you want to be good at a move, you got to know how to do it. If you want to be great at a move, you got to know how to do it, and you got to be able to defend against it. If you want to be right. perfect at a move, you got to know how to do it, you got to know how to defend against it, and you got to know how to teach it. That's why I look at it. Right. Wow. Damn, I might fucking – I might tweet that. <laughs> yeah, hey, quote that me, though. Deep, quote bro. me, man. Shoot me a quote. What was the when ladder and the shovel you thing, to too? You dropping gems here, dude. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah, I'm gonna get that shit tattooed on me somewhere. What? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, that's hey, awesome. No, that's DJ. Cause I, I did um again, like I said, when I stopped fighting amateurs, I knew I wasn't gonna be a pro. I was just I, when I was too young, I was in college, I was smoking weed all the time. I'm like, yeah, I'm done fucking fighting. But sure, sure. I was I would still train people and I yeah. would notice things like, Damn, if I was still fighting this will work. <laughs> like, oh, hell yeah. It happens yeah. all the time. Even when I train, you know, I train amateur boxers, you know, it's like, oh shit. Okay. What can I do to, you know, to, but yeah, it's, it's a constant evolution. The game changes all the time. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. with anything comedy changes. I'm sure fucking music changes. Every, everything changes. MMA is just, I mean, sometimes it's grab, I mean, back in the day, Gracie would, you know, pull guys on top of them and sub them from the bottom. Now nobody does that man, Ryan Hall, maybe, but besides right. that, yeah. you know, yeah. then there was Mich- the Machida era and the Anderson era where, they're just incredible kickboxers, and Machida was a karate-style kickboxer. That doesn't work anymore. You know, people have adjusted to that. And now you got guys that are incredible boxers that are adding in kicks. You got Clarissa Shields in the PFL. What the mm. fuck? Who's calling me? Somebody's FaceTiming me. Is that one of you guys? No. Yeah. <laughs> fuck someone. That's someone FaceTiming me. That fucking annoys me. Like, that, a number I don't know, FaceTime. Yeah, I'm going to answer it. Cool, bro. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you got Clarissa Shields. You know who I think? 
is the goat of boxing right now. And not only the goat 100%. of boxing, but you got to take this girl had the balls. You know, James Tony did too, but then he quit afterwards, mm. like to, to, to be a world class boxer and try something else. And, you know, unfortunately, it's just not the same. They were comparing apples to oranges. You right. know, all these MMA fighters want to go to boxing. I, I firmly believe that MMA fighters are tougher than boxers. And that's no offense to you by any means. No, they definitely 100% are. Nobody can argue that. <laughs> because you look at, look at, look at Francis Naganu. He's trying to fight uh, Devontae or uh, uh, Wilder and Tyson Fury. Like, what? You don't see yeah. these. You don't see Wilder and Fury coming over to UFC. Be like, oh, I want to fight him in MMA. Oh, yeah. no, they'll get their legs chopped <laughs> up, know. man. <laughs> well, it's it's the whole Jake Paul thing, too. Jake Paul's telling Masvidal, come over there. Masvidal's like, fuck that. Come here. Let's see what yeah, happens. So, I tell you yeah. what, you know, Jake Paul, I didn't like him at first. I didn't like his antics at first. But, you know, after – whether I remember whether you hated him last time, yeah. I, I, I didn't like him. I hated what he was doing. You know, I was like – but guess what? He knocked out Tyrone Woodley. And, I, and you know what? Tyrone is not going to get knocked out by a white guy in boxing gloves and, and, and fall. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, not right, not right. not a – not fucking intentionally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell fuck no. Like, right, right. People are like, oh, it's fixed. Like, watch him. He flicks his wrist. Shut the fuck up. He flicks his wrist so he knew that the overhand right. Listen, I'm not getting hit by fucking a 200-pound guy with an overhand right and, and being embarrassed on TV. It's, I mean, Tyrone has money, man. He's a UFC champion. Essentially, you know, some people think it ruined his legacy. I don't think it ruined his legacy because he's always been an incredible champion. But mm. he's, not, he's not a fucking chump. You know what I mean? No. He's not letting some fucking YouTuber – not come out for money. There's just no, there, that's just no way. No, that's a top five welterweight of all time. He's not. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. And, and the punch, and the punch that he got caught with, like, like, I, you know, I saw all those videos, people saying that, oh, was it set up? He flicked his wrist. A lot of times, if you don't watch boxing, I could see you saying some shit like that. Like, oh yeah, it was a, but if you watch boxing, you know, like you might, you might flick your wrist to faint to the body. So yeah, then you absolutely. Drop your that's Tyson Fury's whole game. That's, what yeah. with. that's exactly yeah. what he called him. Like, he was eating. He was hitting him in the body with that straight right. I think he set it up fucking yep. incredible. He lowered his level, cracked two to the body. Lowered his level, cracked two to the body. Yep. Lowered his level, overhand right. I think it was a perfect setup. I think it was executed beyond perfection. And I think uh, Jake Paul needs to get credit for that. And yeah. it's the first. And you know what? And again, that's that's one of the first uh, combos you work on when you're boxing is yeah. you're 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 setting up your overhand by hitting somebody in the body. So. Again, like I said, when I saw it, I'm like, nah, that wasn't a setup. That was just a good punch. Like he called Fucking it. awesome punch. Hell yeah, it was. Yeah. No, I agree with you 110%. It was a great punch. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, we're back on the Jake Paul fan base, dude. Would you fight Would us. you fight Jake Paul? <laughs> I would fight anybody for that kind of money. I'd fight Francis yeah. I'll fight I'll fucking <laughs> fight Francis. You know, like I, I got I was I was high fucking like six months, maybe a year ago. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go find Jake Paul and I'm gonna start throwing eggs at him and I'm gonna run. Get this publicity. <laughs> <laughs> and now after that, it's like, you know what? He's, he's for the fighters, though. You know, he's he telling is. Dana to give us more money. He's telling yeah. Dana health, he, wants, he wants the fighters to have health insurance. You know, if you get signed to UFC, you have life health insurance. Dude, like, you know, being a fighter, especially coming from the UFC, I don't have insurance. I've, I play in one of the most dangerous sports in the world. You know, we could die any day, break our arms any day. I don't even have health insurance, you know, now. Yeah. So when I was in the UFC, I did. But now it's like, fuck, I just have to hope I don't get injured and hope I know somebody if I do. Right. Man, right. that is, yeah, it's a crazy, crazy fucking game, man. But, I mean, it also adds to, like, a level of respect for the fighters. Sure, absolutely. I'm, I'm sure most of them, especially outside of the UFC, most of them don't. Yeah, um, 100%. We can't afford it, man. We're getting yeah. paid hundreds of dollars. Or, you know, this next fight, I think my purse is $2,000. Like, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> After I pay, <laughs> and I have to pay for my travel? So, okay, 
let's say $400 for travel. All right, now I'm down to 1600 and I have to pay 30% in taxes. So there's 600 more and I'm down to a thousand. I got to pay my coaches 10%. There's 200. You know what I mean? So I got, I, I yeah. pocket 800 bucks at the end of the day. What the fuck's 800 bucks? So you can cover my fucking rent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it does, but it can set you up for a better opportunity. So that's and, why and, that's why, and that's why we're doing it. Exactly. It's, it's, this is just a setup for a, for a higher and better opportunity is all. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Oh no! I just, I just want, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you something else. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. So we were talking about the the whole Jake Paul thing. Um, I, why hasn't any MMA fighter who's and not not even an MMA fighter, anybody that's famous that does some type of MMA, why haven't they started challenging other people? Like, what you think that'd be the the good twist? Like, just somebody who's somewhat famous, maybe somebody that's at your gym, anybody's at your gym that's famous or. Like you, the 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 uh the guitar player guy you said, he should just come out and just start challenging fucking other famous people oh, or boxers or do do the same do the reverse Jake Paul kick somebody in the face you know, you know I I, I agree but you have to understand a lot of these guys they aren't fighters you know what I mean look at look at all these football players that have tried to transition over they get punched I mean they're going against some of the biggest baddest human beings in the world athletic wise as well but once they get punched in the face they don't like it you know what I mean. It's, it's one of those things like Chris, he's a fucking awesome guy. He's fucking super strong. He's super tall. He's a great kickboxer. But I don't think he really wants to go get punched in the face. And I think that's what it comes down to because, you know, why give up? If you're a half-assed celebrity, you're probably making, you know, good money. And you could make a lot more, but what if you get injured? You know what I mean? And then, yeah. you know, what if, he break, what if he breaks his hand and he can't play the guitar anymore for five-finger death punch? Right. Oh, yeah, true, true. Yeah. Dude, Jake Paul was also, like, a huge celebrity. I didn't get the reasoning behind it, but, like, he had a huge name going into it, so. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know about the YouTube followers and shit like that, but, yeah, from my understanding, my son knew who he was prior, and I, I don't follow that shit, but, right. yeah, he's, he's, like I said, and I'm a fan of him now. If he's advocating for fighters, I'm all about it. Yeah, 100%. Hell, yeah. Dude, if we, if we set some shows up out in Vegas, can we come train with you? Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Anytime. Oh, hell yeah. Text, come on. Yo, yeah. we are sure. doing that. I promise you that's going to happen, man. I, once I no, saw you were coaching, I'm like, we're fucking coming, dude. Oh, yeah, hell definitely. Yeah. Any, any, anytime, anytime you guys want to come roll out, whether you want to do boxing, grappling, wrestling, I don't give a fuck. Just show up, and uh, we'll, we'll get to work. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I got some shit to look forward to. Hell, hell, hell yeah. yeah. Let's go. Let's make it happen. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's all the questions I had, dude. Naeem, you got anything else? Um, not really. Uh, you know, and I, and I and I want my guy to be able to get as much training as he can. Yeah, we need this. We need this W. You know, we need this. Hey, this, this, this is this is this is everything, man. And you know, I appreciate you guys. You know, reaching out and having me on your show. Like, this isn't this isn't a game. You know what I mean? This is my life. Like, if, I, if something mm -hmm. happens and I lose to to Carl Dean, I'm not really sure what I'm gonna do. You know what I mean? It's gonna put me in a really bad spot mentally, financially, and I don't know what my next move is. So. Again, just like my last fight, I'm all in. Let's do it, man. We're, we're Guitar Hero gang. We're betting on you as well, man. Um, Hell yeah. Man. Thank you so much. When's the fight and how can we see it? February 5th. Uh, it'll be probably streamed live on Instagram. It'll be on my Facebook Live. Uh, yeah, that'd be the best way to watch. Um, you know, Instagram, J-A-Y-0-9-M-I. Facebook's Justin James. Twitter, Justin James MMA. Uh, I'll be doing updates throughout throughout my warm-up, throughout everything, and then probably before I walk out, I'll give my phone to somebody, and they'll just videotape the whole thing. Hell, yeah. We're okay. definitely – yeah, we're all the way tuned in then, for sure. 
I appreciate yeah, you guys man. so much. Thank you. Hell yeah, man. Um, yeah, we appreciate you coming on. And, yeah, let's make this fucking – let's get this win and make it happen again, dude. Yeah, yes, sir. Let's, let's do it, man. I appreciate you guys. All right, appreciate thanks, you too, bro. Justin. Thanks, man. All right, I'll talk to you guys. All right, peace, man. All Good right, luck. Man. All right, bye. Thank you. Good luck. What a fucking soldier, dude. Yo, he's the fucking man, bro. Dude, I've never that wanted somebody to win a fight shit, so bad. Bro. I've never Yo, been. never in my life yeah. have I been this invested in a fight. Like, dog, not even my own fight. <laughs> you know, like, dog. I was, yo, what he, what he just said just now on the closeout, dog, like, yo, like he said, like, yo, like, I don't even know where I'm going to be after this if I don't fucking win this fight. Dog, yeah. he has to win. I'm about to go fucking help this motherfucker somehow. Dog, dog, that's <laughs> what can we do, that's dude? Crazy. Fucking oh. knock the fuck out right before he hit him in the back of the head with a crowbar. Before I know. He, <laughs> when he get out of his car, he get to the fight. I want to. I want to poison Carl <laughs> Beaton, but I don't know. Still fight? Just, he seems too honorable. Yeah. Like we would see him before the fight and be like, dude, we fucking gave Carl some laxatives. He'd be like, why the fuck did you do that? <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck would y'all do that? <laughs> We're like, no, we came to help, dude. I fucking told y'all. <laughs> right. He broke both his legs this morning. He'll be like, what? <laughs> we flipped the, Z- the Xanax in his water. This should be an easy walk for you. <laughs> dude, Carl's on Take eight grams out. of mushrooms right now. <laughs> he doesn't know it. <laughs> yo, hell yeah, dog. Yo, this motherfucker gotta win, yo. He has to. I got faith in him, dude. I do too. I do too. Yo, listen. I tell you what, man. It's a hard. It's hard to fight anybody with their back to the wall, bro. You know what I mean, especially somebody with kids and all that. Yeah. Especially somebody that was like trying to look out for for this guy and then he fucking snake him. That's a. I tell you what, ju- the, uh, the 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 energy and the fucking momentum is on Justin's side. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Nah, man. He looks ready. I'm fucking. I can't wait. He looks ready. Yeah, is it his energy level was higher this time than when we talked to him the last time. Like he's ready, he's in yeah. Global, yeah. Yeah, he's got twenty days, man. Twenty one yeah. days, something like that. Fuck yeah, hell yeah. Go mode, bro. February, I'm, I'm def- definitely watching that bro. Uh, on Instagram Live too. It's a zero dollar pay per view. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, dog. We should have a fucking fight party. <laughs> Dude, I wanted to tell him about the last time he fought. Me and James filled up the inflatable pool and just watched it in the living room. Oh yeah, right. That's right. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah dog. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we got to do something. We're gonna set that up. Watch the joint again. Maybe we should go live while his fight. While, while he's live. I was gonna ask him, be like, "Dude, can we go live Something's on up. your live and commentate it?" But I don't think he would have did that. Oh hell yeah, that'd be. It would be funny. It it would be hilarious. (laughs) The fight commentated by Durag in the deer tag. He loses. We just sign off. We got got to sit. (laughs) We're like, what? Bad connection. Boop. (laughs) No, he ain't going to lose. I just had to say that. He ain't going to lose. He ain't going to lose. Like what? We in a tunnel? Is that no, a- he got no, he got he got this shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we got we got to set some Vegas shit up though. Now we gotta get no, out there. Yeah, no, I was just making that up, saying we potentially had shows in Vegas, but who does comedy? That'll never happen in Las Vegas. That'll never. I'm, I'm going out there. <laughs> who does comedy? <laughs> I'm going yeah, out nah. there to train, dude. Yeah, I no, do know happen. somebody in Vegas. Yo. You do? 
Mickey Carr. Remember, oh, remember that podcast you canceled with Nicole Phoenix and uh, or Nicole, oh, yeah, Spain, yeah, yeah. Nicole Spain and uh, Bikini yeah. Body and them? They had yeah. me on with Nicky uh, Carr, who placed like third and last comic standing, like whenever that show was good. I don't even know if that right. means it probably doesn't mean anything because the winners of that show never got anything. Yeah, it was <laughs> really like, Yeah. The more I think about it, this might not be an actual plug. <laughs> 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 Some homeless lady. No, we better off just setting up. <laughs> right. No, we better off just setting up a normal Vegas trip with our friends and just doing shit how everybody else does. When they, we're not doing no comedy in Vegas. Who the fuck are we? Nah, bro. We're doing comedy. And first of all, the, the comedians that do, we, 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 do, do they even have open mics? The fuck? And even the comics that do comedy in Vegas, they got like fucking, they do that shit at like casinos and shit like that. They washed up. Yeah, that's fine. I'll be on there with fucking me and Donny Osmond. We'll do a show. Yeah, yo. We had to, do a, had to do a show with fucking Sinbad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tell some jokes with Sinbad. Be fucking me and Chris Angel <laughs> would be hanging from the ceiling selling jokes. <laughs> right. Hell yeah, dog. Man, in fact, I think, don't, I think uh, Bill Burr got a residency out there, I think. Yeah, we'll just hit, hit her up. No, early. no. Yeah. Yeah, hit up, hit up Mr. Burr. You know what I'm saying? Call up Bill. Well, Billy. Awesome, dude. What, uh, you got any shows yeah. tonight? Tonight? No, but I'm, a, um, I'm probably going to pull up at y'all, John. I don't know, because I got the kids, and it's my ex-wife's birthday, so I might really have to be a dad tonight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bring the but, kids. Um, it's fun. <laughs> hell yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'm probably going to pull up to y'all, John. That y'all oh, yeah. show's fucking stacked. Yo, yeah, that man. about to be funny as shit. I'm hoping people come out. Tokyo. I don't know why I'm plugging it because this isn't coming out till probably next week sometime. <laughs> but <laughs> right. Imagine <laughs> I had a show and think about you being there and how funny it was. Now go back <laughs> right. in time and go to the show. Well, what you got next week? I don't got shit coming up, dude. Um, I got. I got. Oh, I I got sesh next week. Yeah, I'm coming with you to that, and then I got sesh the following week. Yeah, that's uh, what we're yeah. doing, dude. We're doing yeah. comedy in New York. In New York, yo, in a real ass fucking venue. In the home of Julius Randall. Hell yeah, dog! Catch a fucking catch a game at the Maddie. Yeah, it'll be beautiful. Um, yeah, let's fucking let's get out of here, dude. I need some food. Justin Janes, thank you again. Thank you, Justin. You're the fucking man. Probably the coolest person we ever talked to. I mean, appreciate it, bro. Yeah, he's guest of the year by far. 100%. By far. Yeah. Hell yeah. We got to send him a hoodie. Hell yeah. Uh, who got it? Who just got it last year, Sam? Yep. Who got it? Yeah, fuck Sam. It's all Title, about Justin. Title's been stripped, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam. Sam, the only way you can get it back is if you beat him in a fight. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to get that title back. <laughs> yeah no we need more, more more people that can fight oh dude also the ufc card is about to start so i'm gonna go watch that and enjoy some yeah, goddamn yeah i'm in my i'm meme. in my uncle crib now um my son my son's still like uh josh is getting the cut i'm gonna go in there and do the same watch the fight with him eat i'm all tuned up now to talk to justin right yeah dude go go shadow box fucking enjoy your life dog i'll um i'll see you later tonight 
listeners, yep. me, now me and Naeem are just having a personal conversation. So thank you all for listening to that. Yeah, thanks for listening. We about to start, we about to start talking about how our moms are doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But after we stop this, gang.